All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Weather's Nation After Dark begins now they say the margins are tight and nothing comes easy when you're playing against one of the best teams in the league a stanley cup contender and boy oh boy was it tight tonight special teams played a huge factor in tonight positive and negative we'll get into that in just a bit as the edmonton oilers defeat the dallas stars four to three in overtime little kevin quinn shout out Overtime winner! I miss him, and I miss hearing that call. Jackie did a great job, but hello and welcome to Oilers Nation After Dark. It's not dark outside right now as I look inside my window. (laughs) Oilers Nation after a tight, hard-fought W, live from my version of the Sports Closet Studio, where I see the YouTube chat is already going, and you know what? I'm just going to go with Kennedy and paraphrase Woo! Because Daniel, oh, that was a playoff battle tonight. That felt like I keep saying tonight as it was today. It was a one <laughs> o'clock game in the afternoon. It's four in the afternoon right now, but my senses are all off. I'm all over the place. I wasn't too confident at points during this game, but the boys battled. Didn't take a third period comeback. It took a it took an OT comeback. We'll say that right there. But the Oilers, they get it done and they get the dub, Daniel. Tight matchup. You you said it right off the hop there. You've got two playoff teams playing in what felt like a playoff atmosphere. Uh, yeah, you couldn't have asked for more entertainment, I think, from the first two periods. Uh, third period, both teams really clamping down. And then overtime, uh, things just turned out well for the Oilers. Yeah, they sure did. Shout out to Gina right here who says, Boardsy called a 4-3 Oilers OT dub. We'll put a pin in that one. That might be it. Might be a tad oily tonight. Who knows? Pat <laughs> on the back for this guy right there. And I did see Calvin Pickard is in the chat, and he says, "How was I, boys?" Yeah. Hey, you were good enough. He said it was a long game, 
He doesn't get that many minutes in between the crease, so we decided to go to overtime. Give him a couple extra minutes. As the Oilers, I said, defeat the Stars 4-3. to three. The shots were 27-24 for the Stars. They went 2-for-3 on the power play while the Oilers went 1-for-4. Everybody inside the chat right now, if you're here, shout out Mark. Be like Mark. Play La Bamba, baby. Kind of want that in the background. But if you're here, throw down a like. Throw down a courtesy like. The vibes are good today, so we're just going to keep rolling on. I see only 19 in there right now. I got to bump those numbers up. Make sure you are subscribed to the Oilers Nation YouTube. It's already been a it's already been a good day of hockey, Daniel, and the stadium series starts in just two hours from now. What a Saturday. You see them roll out in their soprano and their rocky outfits for the uh, for the game. I'm starting to love that tradition as yeah. uh, as we see it kind of flesh out and we see more teams playing in these games. Uh, it's it's fun to see, but yeah, the Edmonton Oilers. That was it was just again. I, I there's just something about a playoff feel to a game that got me more amped up. I was more fired up than I expected to be on a on a Saturday afternoon in the sunny city of Edmonton, Alberta. I said it today on pre-gaming that I can't remember being this nervous for like a Saturday day game. It was just putting in backup goaltender against best offense in the entire NHL. Usually not a great strategy to do that, but Calvin Pickard I thought was good enough tonight. We'll get into him in just a bit. I'm sure there's one or two, definitely one that he definitely wants back. Picks, let me know in the chat if I am correct in that. Let's move along here and let's get right into it with the Greta scoring summary brought to you by Greta Baryeg. Because Greta, right now, I'm sure the vibes are good inside there. You want a little little Saturdays going on right now? <laughs> get out to Greta. I'm sure the vibes are rolling. You can get to pop a shot to see if you still got it after that game because Greta is the spot to watch a game in Edmonton. Enjoy any of their unreal features from incredible drink deals, delicious street food, dope games, and of course, the ice cold beer. After one of those, Daniel, I did have to pour myself a sud. I wasn't necessarily pre-gaming this morning as it was at noon when we started the show today. That will not be the story tomorrow when I'm in Arizona. I can tell you for sure, one before 10 or 10 before one. You know the deal on the nation vacations. But go check out Greta. They're the best. My personal favorite bar in the city. So let's get right into it here, Gavin. It started in the second period for the scoring as it was Mason Marchment who was able to get on the board. Wyatt Johnson and him kind of go down the ice here on a nice... I don't know how you just let Wyatt Johnson just part the seas like like Moses. Is Moses the guy? I think Moses yes, is the that guy was, that yep. did that. He parts the seas. Calvin Pickard makes the initial stop, just like Stuart Skinner on the last night, but the rebound goes right out in front to Mason Marchment, who makes no mistake. Daniel, it was funny. We were texting during this game, and we pretty much both at the same time said, man, Marchment is an absolute rat, and I would love to have this guy on my hockey team. Yeah, well, he is. He's just that. He's the epitome of that player that you love to hate and you'd hate to love uh, if he was on your team. But, yeah, I mean, that, that was a goal, I think, indicative of – the night that Calvin Pickard had it was he was good enough it wasn't great uh his rebound control was off the team was not supporting him whatsoever marking guys coming in on the rush there uh so yeah just not a great look for the team especially coming out of the start of a period where the other side the power play traditionally struggles a little bit more uh statistically but you get down early in the second period and it wasn't a great wasn't a great feeling to start the period 
Yeah, absolutely. And I see it from Daki here. We said today on pregame, this was going to be a huge test for Pick Daddy playing a real playoff caliber team because his last couple starts, two against the Ducks, what, Chicago was in there. I know he did beat the Devils. But Daki here says, I feel more comfortable with Pickard as a backup goalie come playoffs after that game. And you're damn right. He's done everything we've asked Pick Daddy to do. He's now won six straight games in a row. But Damon's and Oilers get on the board 55 seconds after Maceman Marchman goal as Eckholm and Bush played a nice little game. Uh, no, you take it. No, you take it. And then Evan Bouchard, I love it. You'll see it here as it comes up. He decides, take a moment. Somebody here in the chat pointed out that on both Evan Bouchard goals, it was like his controller disconnected right before because he took that extra second, locked his eye, found a spot, and absolutely went top shelf on this one. Look beautiful. Evan Bouchard, the guy continues to put the puck in the back of the net. He's now doing it five on five, not, not just on the power play, Daniel. Bouchard had a hell of a game tonight. Well, you know, I spent I've spent a, a few games recently uh, with the anti Bouchard crowd, and you know, I mean, I understand it. I I do see the I do see the anti defensive side of things, but you know, you mentioned it there with with both goals tonight from Evan. There's just a certain amount of like cerebralness to his to his uh, his pause there, where it is just finding the target, uh, as opposed to when he doesn't have as much time. That's when he turns into a bit of the shin pad assassin and uh, ends up taking out some of those guys in the lanes instead. But uh, yeah, when he's given time and space with that puck and shows that confidence that he does have and that we know he has, it's a wonderful thing. I see it in here from Corey D. He said, it's nice to see the Oilers play a strong full game. No eggs late in the second period. Yeah, the over the line tonight was set at six and a half. There were six goals scored, three each for both teams in that second period. But it didn't get away from the Oilers. So that is improvement. Move along, though, as Thomas Harley got on the board. Second goal for the Dallas Stars. 14th of the season. The Oilers just could not get the puck out of their net. Everyone was puck watching when you see this, and I can't lie, it was Connor Brown, I believe, who just let Harley sneak in right behind him, completely untouched. I was freaking out at home doing the Leonardo DiCaprio, like, what, 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 what? like, no, that guy, that guy, get that guy. What do you know? Sneaks in behind. You see it here on your screen. Makes no mistake, Thomas Harley, a guy is that man has worked out. We talked on pre gaming that the duo of him and Heiskanen is going to be. It's going to be a dynamic duo on the Stars' back end for quite some time. Heiskanen is already there at your Norris Trophy level, you know, type of player. I think it's only a matter of time before Thomas Harley gets there. Well, leading up to that goal, it felt like that was the, the I think it was like the second or third cross-ice pass that was just absolutely plastered for the uh, for the Dallas Stars. And Pickard, you know, to his credit, was, was on – was even able to make an attempt at that that save there. And and like you said, Oilers get caught puck watching and the puck ended up in the back of our net. That was just a really frustrating, it, it, it felt like that team that's been losing these games was rearing its ugly head again and we were going to be dealing with going down in the second period, laying an egg like that commenter said. We'll talk about the cross ice scene passes. I also saw Bag Milk, shout out Bag Milk, was manning the Twitter machine today. For Oilers Nation, he even pointed out, he's like, dude, there's the NHL, he said NHL 94 glitch where you can just pass cross ice like nothing. I was born in 95, so I didn't play a ton of 94. So I'm just going to take him at his word for that one. You might know better than I do. But 
let's move along here. It's Corey Perry, Scory Perry, the worm, as he does his thing. Here you see it on your screen. Shout out Gavin. He's producing tonight. He's behind the scenes. What a tape to tape pass, though. I want to make it very clear from Evan Bouchard as the breakout pass on that one. Then you see, obviously, goes over. Was it Connor McDavid, I believe? I mean, obviously, it's the three of them out there. Corey Perry does Corey Perry things. And Daniel, he's already got two on the board as an Edmonton Oiler. Do more than Mr. Connor Brown. What do you think of Corey Perry so far? He's He lives inside the blue paint 24-7. He retrieves pucks, goes on the forecheck, and then goes, I'm going right back to my spot right there. Good boy, sit boy. And he does what he needs to do. He does. I, I There's like a certain annoyedness to me, my response here that is not fair to Corey Perry so much as, you know, to your point there, let's give Connor Brown a couple of opportunities up on that top line and see what he can do with with Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. I, I, I'm a little bit frustrated with rolling out this. I know it. I agree with you, but I'm a little bit frustrated with rolling out this Dreisaitl and McDavid line. And then we're like, oh, I can't believe it works every single time. It's, uh, it, you know, it, yes. He's he's a great player and he's in the right spots and I and it makes me happy to know that Corey Perry can still do what Corey Perry should be able to do but like that play was just everything you want out of Evan Bouchard that pass was unreal and then it was just Drysaitel and McDavid just steaming passes through and, and and Corey Perry couldn't have scored an easier goal. So yeah, I mean it just it, it is it, that's exactly what you want out of McDavid and Drysaitel Perry. I want just to settle the argument. I know it could never be possible, but how do you just get a regular Joe out on a line with Connor and Leon and finally settle the debate of could I score a goal on the ice with Connor and Leon? I know I couldn't, but maybe there's somebody out there that could. Remember the no, old you could, Aaron. I believe show. in you. You could go in front of the net. You could stand there, and you could at least get banked off of by Connor trying to pick that top shelf. But you guys have already set up your angles that you're going to have your chest at. It would be wonderful. I could do it. I appreciate the confidence you have in me. And earlier this season, I had Bobby Ryan on pregaming, and he said, I'm pretty sure you and I could go out there and kill penalties for the Oilers. Wow. I was like, buddy, buddy, you've clearly never seen me actually go out there and try and defend a penalty kill before. But yes, that's not going to happen. I have seen but the Edmonton Oilers kill a penalty recently. We'll get into that when the bat comes up in good, bad, and oily. A little spoiler alert. I think I've already spoiled two of them. <laughs> but Derek, right, wait, hold on. Let me try this again. You know it's coming. Derek Ryan got on the score sheet for the Edmonton Oilers short-handed. We talked about the PK. You got to enjoy at least this as Ryan Nugent Hopkins and DR go down the ice on a two-on-one. Great feed from Nuge. DR got enough of it that he could. He was able to squeak it past Jake Ottinger. And I can't lie, with a minute or what, a minute 20 left in that period, you are feeling real good right about now. I'm foreshadowing a little bit, but DR is able to get on the board. We've been we've been critical of the fourth line for the Edmonton Oilers and their inability to produce. Well, Derek Ryan's able to do it with one last man on the ice. I've been hard on DR because I do think he is more of a 13th, 14th type of forward. But you got to give the man his props when he deserves them, and that was way to be in position. He's been a great penalty killer for pretty much his entire NHL career. Here's a nice little reward for Derek Ryan. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, that was my moment to go. Okay, perfect. I uh, <laughs> I'm just so throwing back my laws. It's uh 
yeah, for me, you know, I, I, I texted you. Uh, we, I was just on ONR there yesterday. Ah, there he is. There's the man himself. Uh, they were, they were given Derek his dues, I think on, you know, just his impact on the game. And I think that this PK has been pushing a little bit hard for that shorthanded goal. And I think that might be where some of their issues have come from, but you know, this was a perfect example of where, when you do lean towards that offensive side of things on the PK, good things can happen. And it was, it was awesome to see. It was a, it should have been a huge moment for this team, but. What do you know? Like, what is the math there? 20 seconds later, exactly 20 seconds later. This is the one that I said, I know Calvin Pickard, if you're in the chat, let me know. You want this one back. There's no way you couldn't. This was such a squeaker that went through him. So it's Mason Marchment yet again, going down the wing, throws one on net and pick daddy. He thought he had, he absolutely thought it was underneath him. He was trying to close it all up, stay stationary. Matt Duchesne locks eyes with the puck. He's able to bang it home and cross the goal line. Matt Duchesne, Dan, we talked about it on pregame. And what a turnaround for this guy. He is having one hell of a year. He's just under a point per game on the season. And this one was a back-breaking goal for Oilers fans because you thought, oh, we had all the momentum, kind of quieted down that building. And then 20 seconds later, they're back up on their feet again, partying hard. Well, you know, I, I know that one of the commenters was feeling a little bit more confident after seeing Pickard today. I think I was reminded today of why Pickard is still a backup. He had his uh, he had his his struggles today on uh, on a couple of things. Not everyone ended up in the back of the net. This one just did. Uh, you know, you alluded to it. Duchesne has been coming on as of late, and uh, this Dallas Star team is a is a quick strike offense and one of the best offenses in the league right now. So. Not surprising to see them come right back after getting put up on the board shorthanded, but uh, but yeah, Pickard wants that one back. Of course, I think he wants every goal back. But hey, Liam Horbin's in. He says, "Good job, Edmonton Oilers." Just straight Hello, up, I Liam. love that from our boy Liam. Rusty said, "Liam, go to bed. You got to be up early to get to the airport." I'm picking him up in the AM right there. Uh, a couple people in here. I did laugh at this one from Mr. Burns. I'm not a singer, but I'll try. There's something strange in the hockey game. Who are you gonna call? Derek Ryan. That's what I need a was like um just sound button right there. Honestly, why do I not have that? I should have that. So the third period comes along though. No goals are scored in that third period. It was a battle all over the place. It was tight. Nobody wanted to lose that game, and it was playoff vibes in there. And you got to give props to Dallas fans for an afternoon game. That place was bumping, and they appreciate a good hockey team. But then finally, oh, no, we don't have it. But, okay, we don't have it because it just was scored. That's fine, Gav. Evan Bouchard does score the overtime winner doing classic Bouch things. I pointed out it's like his controller broke down yet again because he took that extra second, find the spot, locate it. He gets on the board and wins it. Or the Edmonton Oilers, assisted by Leon Dreisaitl. So he said, Boosh, two goals on the night. Great night. Corey Perry, one goal, one assist. Unfortunately, we did not hit Boardsy's bankroll today. If I had predicted the game and hit Boardsy's bankroll, boy, oh boy, I, don't, I would have never stopped the show. We would have went for two hours so I could just gloat. But the Oilers get the dub in a beautiful second game of their road trip as they head out to Arizona where I will be tomorrow. So why don't we get this in right now, Gavin? Pull her up. The We're going to be live in Arizona. Yeah, there it is. On the nation vacation, live from the Devil's Advocate 
Sports Grill. Come on down if you're in Arizona. We've had people hitting up the Owen account. Hey, me and my buddies are already down there. Where do we go to hang out with all you guys? This bar is like a five-minute walk from the building, and it's for the Sun Devils. That's why it's the Devil's Advocate. I think it's going to get rowdy in there. We're going to be pre-gaming. We're going to be post-gaming even right after. Whole team's going to sprint over to the bar. We're going to get things going again to go live. During pre-gaming, we're going to have an extra camera and mic. So if you are there and you got a question, you got a take, you want to fire off, you just want to tell Tyler you don't like him, hey, you can come out and do it on the mic. We'll let you. We'll see you at Devil's Advocate Sports Grill on Monday, people. I am so excited for this trip. Just counting down the hours. I could use a tan, Daniel, if you could see my pasty white thighs right now. Just kidding. No one wants to see that. Let's move along, though, to the good, bad, and oily. Brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones on the nation vacation or just in general. Alberta Blue Cross travel insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. I got my travel insurance because, uh, you know, you got to play it safe. You got to play it safe when you're partying for 48 straight hours of what you're going to do. But, Daniel, let's get into it here with the good tonight. I went with Evan Bouchard, or we should say it like on the screen. Boosh. He was fantastic tonight. Two goals. He had five shots on goal. And the thing that we as Edmonton Oilers fans take for granted so much with Evan Bouchard is his breakout tape-to-tape -tape passes that go 50 to 100 feet, blue line to blue line. He does it all the time. He can be so calm. Don't get me wrong. There's moments we know where Evan Bouchard, hey, he makes his mistakes. He's human. Tonight, I thought he was fantastic. Let me know inside the YouTube chat who else you thought could have been the good tonight, what you could have thought in there. Good in here. Ryan says, DR, Derek Ryan. Daniel, let me ask you, what did you think of Bouch? And did you have anything else for the good tonight? Well, I mean, I don't think you could have picked a better option there. Uh, he's, this is, these are the games that, are the reason you have Evan Bouchard. I am old enough to remember the perennial years where we were searching for a top power play quarterback. And Ryan Whitney. We went out and tried <laughs> to find them all. Sheldon Surrey. We had Yanni Pitkin in. Uh, like the list just goes on and on and on. Lubomir Viznovsky was an attempted thing here for a while. It's, it, it's just, it's so frustrating for, for me as a fan to have been as long of a fan as I have long in the tooth and to see us still wanting to get rid of a guy like that. This is the epitome of what you want from Evan Bouchard, a power play that is struggling to find shots to even be able to take the one guy that's shooting on the power play is Evan Bouchard and he's scoring the goals. So get real on trying to ship that guy out of here. He is the good. It's a great pick by you. Yeah, Connor Brown is also in here, and he says Vinny. And I'll be honest with you, I had that written down as well. I thought Vinny was incredibly physical today, but the thing was, maybe because the bar was set so low in the last game, he was teetering that mm -hmm. edge of being a physical nuisance to play against, just an asshole to play against, where he's giving you extra shots. But he was teetering that edge, and he never mm -hmm. went over where we saw it in the last game. He got an elbow. He got a cross-checking. He got an unsportsman. Like, he took four minor penalties in the last game tonight. 
I thought he was much more calm, controlled, and that's what you want to see from your young big man defenseman. And in a playoff-style game, which it was tonight, Vinny, he's a playoff-style defenseman. That is a guy that I simply will not fuck with, if I'm going to be completely honest. I also laugh at this from Sean Mack. I'm just going to make a friend. He said, I don't like Tyler. He removed my comments once upon a time and that I'd rather listen to this podcast and Gregor. Fan for life. You make sure you like the video. You stay subscribed. You can go on Apple Music. Give me a rating and review. If you want to throw in a Tyler chirp in there, hey, I'll allow you to do that too. I try not to, but hey, I'll take them any way I can get them just in comparison. Let's move here to the bad tonight. We went with the penalty kill. It was kind of funny, Daniel, because before the overtime winner, we had written down special teams for both of these. <laughs> and then I said, I think we got to change that because someone in the chat's going to call me an idiot if I say special teams for the bad and they score a power play overtime game winner. But the Oilers, the Stars went two for three on the power play yet again, man. And the Oilers PK is getting lit up all the time now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. They have allowed a power play goal in five straight games. They allowed two against the Ducks, one against the Kings, two against the Wings, Two against the Blues, one against the or two against the Stars. That's too many goals for me to keep track of. You can see I'm having a hard time That's spitting really that out. You mentioned it, dude. The cross ice scene passes seem to be wide open and available yet again. The Oilers did score shorthanded, so you got to give them their flowers there. If you're going to allow to, they're only on aggregate. They're only down one when they're shorthanded on the and shorthanded goals count for two anyways. Everybody knows that. Exactly. You should get bonus <laughs> points on that one. But I know they only took three penalties tonight, but for the last stretch of five games or whatever, frankly, Dan, they're taking too many penalties and their penalty kill just hasn't been good enough. 
Well, I was, I got to admit, you know, we were talking about Vinny DeHarnay there in the good. Uh, I was, I was a little bit worried that Vinny was going to go off the rails when he hit that guy from behind. And, and I thought for sure that he's going to get two minutes there, but uh, the fact that he wasn't uh, is great enough, but you're right. The penalty kill has not been good enough. And I, I know the Oilers know this, we know this as fans, but I mean, that was, it's just, it's plain bad. I, I really do think that the team is is cheating a little bit here. I don't get it. I don't understand why I'm even feeling that way, but more than just to see them fly in the zone a little bit a little bit quicker than than you'd like to see on a PK. I just I don't know. There's just, there's just something missing there. I don't have the answers obviously. That's why I'm not behind the bench. But uh yeah, I don't think you could really point at anything any one thing with this team. Uh, and and to be fair, I do think the power play does need to be spoken about with the fact that that five on three power play is bad. And like it, it, I don't, I understand that we don't get a lot of opportunities five on three. I, I get it. I'm an Oilers fan. Those calls don't come our way, but every time we do it, it, there's no shots. I know that they got the post on this one, but how do you not just absolutely pelt them with the rubber? Like that was, that was almost a more of a positive for the Dallas stars, which is just not okay for this team when we're used to, you know, the league's best power play of all time, uh, you know, clicking at efficiency. So it, yeah, it's, it's the special teams has got some work to be done. And, you know, even just seeing the players come off the ice after their special teams events, they're all frustrated too. So yeah, PK, but power play as well. Yep. I like that you brought it back there to the power play. I just didn't want on the graphics so that I couldn't get chirped like that, but that five on three, man, that was brutal. They had zone time for arguably the entire power play. Yes, Leon Dreisaitl did smoke the post. It was a beautiful shot. And the irony is I'm going to sit here and say I need Leon to shoot the puck more as he did shoot the puck on that power play. It just doesn't register as a shot on goal. But after Dallas killed that off, man, it was such a momentum swing inside that building. The fans were so rowdy. They were During the power play, they were behind Bouchard just banging on the glass, doing their thing. Too often, I thought the puck was on the outsides or up top. There just wasn't a lot of motion on five on three. I want them to bring it in closer. And I got to say, it's no secret that last year had the record-setting power play that the Edmonton Oilers did. And it coincided with Connor McDavid scoring 60-plus goals because he's not off the hook, too. I need him to shoot the puck. I feel like he's constantly looking for that cross-ice seam pass to Leon Dreisaitl. I know he still does the little short side move he's got. He's got he's got his bag of tricks that he's got. I just need him to start shooting way more. This applies to everybody on the team. Maybe not Evan Bouchard because he continues to just rip that puck. But you simply cannot have a two-minute five-on-three power play and have zero shots on goal. It's just unacceptable. It cannot happen. Yep. You will not Amen. win hockey games that way. I see some Can't people in here agreeing as well. He said the sound off the post from Leon was crazy. He absolutely ripped that puck. So once again, take everything I say with a grain of salt. Had that one gone in, we'd probably be singing a different tune, but it didn't go in. Okay. And it's the one shot. And like, and again, it's it's even if I even if you got a two a five on three and you got one shot, that's not acceptable. It just isn't. So yeah, you're right. I mean, you have to connect on shots here. Oh, we just have sorry. I'm watching live. We have an octopus on the ice in Calgary as Detroit is up four nothing at with ten minutes left to go in the third. Woo! Someone threw, threw an octopus on the ice in Calgary. 
I Savage. saw a TikTok once of the guy. He's like, you ever wonder how you bring this into the game? So come <laughs> with me. And he's like taping it to his chest with like saran wrap and everything. It's like, you probably smell terrible. Hey, commit to <laughs> the bit. You got to go for it. Yeah, absolutely. But here, let's move to the oily where I get to take my victory lap. Why don't you clap it up for me, Dan? Why don't you clap it up for me just a little bit? If you were able to catch pre-gaming today, I said for my score prediction, it's going to be a 4-3 Edmonton Oilers victory in overtime. It just felt like it was going to be a playoff-style game. I said it to you in our text. This game is coming down to the wire. It is going to come back to the final minutes. Why did I not bet the exact same score? I really <laughs> should have done that. Put my money where my mouth was. But once again, it just felt like a playoff game. So props to me. Anybody in the chat, if you were able to ride with and you had the balls to do the exact score, I should start doing that with just a dollar responsibly, 19 plus on Betway and only Betway. Only bet what you're willing to lose. Hey, nice. I like this from Mr. Burns. Hot take from a hot performer tonight. We will take that. Let's go. I got some nice call. Davin says he was a witness. Gina was a witness. Ryan says, congrats. All right, I've taken my victory lap enough. Man. I've taken my victory lap enough. But an OT game, eh? Everybody loves free hockey. I love free hockey in the afternoon. Well, I mean, I think Oiler fans can probably uh, start to pencil in a, a matchup with the Dallas Stars here at some point in the playoff atmosphere for real. So, I mean, yeah, it was it was just awesome to see in the middle of February. We're starting to get amped up. These games matter. These games mean a lot to us. Getting those two points means a heck of a lot. I'm sick and tired of hearing from Canucks fans already. Uh, and so let's keep racking up those points. Take away a matinee game from a team that is traditionally good in matinees themselves when you have another matinee to go to uh, and you guys are going to be there is a, is a great thing for this team. The Edmonton Oilers are 4-2 and two in matinee games this season. Throw out the old opinions I had about these Oilers for day games. I won't. I still can't. I've I've been burned for way too long as an Edmonton Oilers fan. I see some people in here. Kay Waddy says, Boardsy fourth star. And then I like this from a friend of mine, Justine. She said, Aaron's hat doesn't fit right now. Probably because my head is so big. Oh, I need to get one of those big hats. Yes. I saw it. Shout out once again. This could have been the Oily, but we do it all the time. Oiler fans who travel for games. I'm going to be one of them on Monday. We saw McMullet out there. Shout out Christopher Palmer. He's down there in Dallas. They'll be with us in Arizona. But I did see a photo of a young Edmonton Oilers fan with one of those giant big hats with the Oilers logo. I immediately was like, I got to DM that family and see if they're coming to Arizona because yeah. I would love to do the show with a big hat on. I've been trying Amen. to find one of those big hats. If anybody knows where to get one of those big hats for the Oilers, please let me know. Big mm. brain, says Eric Richards in here. All right, that does it for the good, bad, and oily brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. I had fun with that one. You can tell I had fun. We're in good vibes right now. It was a good, good day today. But let's move along to the hot performer, courtesy of our friends at DoorDash. Daniel. Ding dong. There it is. Yet Sorry. again, nothing <laughs> ever gets past you, buddy. <laughs> DoorDash has Almost an amazing selection of local gems and the staples you need in a hurry as well. You can try something new or get your favorite comfort dish delivered right to your door. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more 
when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code, all capitals, Nation25, you've all earned your favorite comfort food delivered right to your door tonight, Daniel. That's you, Gavin. That's you. And that's everyone in the chat that throws down a like for Oilers Nation After Dark today. If you don't like the video, no comfort dish for you, okay? That's what I'm going to put some bad juju bad juju out in the universe with that one. So, Dan, tonight for me, let me know in the chat yet again who your hot performers are tonight. I'd like to get a look. There's a number of guys you could pick. I kind of broadly wanted to say, but it was tough because it's also the good. I want to say the Bouchard Ekholm pairing. I thought they were just consistent as balls tonight. They're what? Sorry, what a description that is. <laughs> they were incredibly consistent tonight. They did what they needed to do. We talked about Bouchard as Tate to Tate passes gets on the score sheet. Matthias Ekholm, he's just he's just pop. He's not Papa Clutch, but he's Papa consistent on the back end. Gagne is Papa Clutch. I thought they were really good tonight. Somebody in here, loyal to the oil, says hot performer nurse right there. Kale says beautiful description for the balls remark I made right there. Daniel, who would be your hot performer tonight? Well, it's a weird one to say. It's hard to articulate it, but I'm going to give it to the team for maintaining their composure when I think it would have been really easy for this squad, even just if you look at the last game, last few games, uh, when the referees watched uh, Pavelski walk into that stick you know he identified that the stick was in front of him and then proceeded to walk through it then you've got Suter complaining inexplicably for tree for tripping Zach Hyman I don't know what he thought he was gonna get at there but I just it felt like this was one of those games where the Edmonton Oilers of old would have lost the plot and and started just racking up the penalties like they did against St. Louis and they didn't they didn't do that. They maintained some some semblance of physicality and and kept themselves in the game against a competitive team in the third period and then were able to do it in overtime. So for me, it's the team composure overall. Yeah, I see Justine in here says, honestly, the team just for winning a 1 p.m. game. Matthias Eckholm says, all capitals, Derek Ryan. I won't yell it again. I've already done that enough. I'm sorry to anyone's ears. I hope, our, hope we hit our peak and it just cuts me out right there. Some people here, Kay Waddy, loved our third period. Um, what does this one say? Pascal, I'll see you boys tomorrow. Don't be scared when I – oh, there we go. I see I got them talking about the other stuff right there. Hey, Daniel, that's what you get with your YouTube chat. I love every it's one wild. of you. You can, keep, you can keep the inappropriate comments only if you like the video. I'm a simple, simple man. I can allow anything. Yeah, for hot performers tonight, I don't know. Just, I like that. Just a whole team effort. It took, took more than 60 minutes. For this one tonight, pick daddy. Maybe I'm not. I couldn't really necessarily use the word hot performer, but I'll use the word performer for Calvin Pickard because he performed tonight and got the dub. For my cold performer, let's throw him in right now inside the chat. I hate to do it because it just feels like I'm just bullying this guy at this point. It's like it's just you're just kicking the man when he's down. He's more than down right now. But Connor Brown, yet again, I didn't think he had a great game. Once again, he was minus one. He didn't have a shot. He didn't have a hit. He didn't have a pin. He played nine minutes of ice time. Sam Gagne only played six minutes, but I can't say with Sam Gagne, that guy gives 110% every time he's out there on the ice. He's really, he knows he's only got 30 seconds or 45 second shifts. And then he's going to be sitting down for an extended period of time. Other people in the air, Brown, 
Brown, Connor Brown himself was in the chat and said, I expected this. I don't want to pick on the guy any more than we already have done. We know, we know what it is at this point. Daniel, do you have any other cold performers or do you want to take a turn kicking him when he's down? No, I don't. It's not. I don't think it's. Uh, you're not necessarily <laughs> kicking him when it's down. You gotta. You gotta do your job. You've got a gig to do here, and and I get it. Um, I think that that fourth line, like close your eyes, did remember something Matthias Janmark did in this game. You can't. It's. Can you uh, do it? <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know if he played. No, I know he played. He played 11 minutes, but uh, it was not eventful hockey. Derek Ryan. We only talked about him because he was shorthanded, and the shorthanded goal went in. Uh, so I mean, I don't think it's unfair to keep pointing at the bottom six and say, "Hey, guys, yeah. wake up!" But at the same time, Knobloch keeps rolling out McDavid and Drysaitel with other people. Uh, I, like I don't know. Like yes, that's exactly what we want to see from that team when you have those two guys together they're supposed to score goals if they're not together then i demand a little bit more out of the bottom six but you'd still love to see it from the from the bottom six and then that way we could have won in regulation so i don't know go after the fourth line if you want to but uh, we won the hockey game at the same time so i know you're just doing your job it is what it is aaron don't don't be too hard on yourself you're doing okay you picked a four three overtime and win Connor Brown, I'm sorry in the YouTube chat. Don't take your like away, but yeah, I don't know. We go with that one. Somebody near Yeg Loyalty, honorable cold performer mention, Nobby's Blender. I mean, it, I mean, you got the win tonight. The top line sure looked like it, it worked out. I said, Dan, before the game tonight that the decision to go supernova and put Corey Perry up there showed me complete desperation from Nobby that it is goals at any means necessary. Doesn't matter if that sacrifices the rest of your lineup and it did work out tonight so it's another one in the in the cap for chris nobla for a decision that worked out i would just like some consistency here and i continue to harp on it but the third line of the edmonton oilers i don't even know what they do at this point and it's and it pains me because ryan mcleod had a great stretch earlier this year warren fogel was fantastic arguably the mvp of the 16 game win streak he was fantastic besides Stuart skinner of course I feel like they've just fallen off and they're not doing much out there. They're not very noticeable. And because of that, who knows what the line blender will be like on Monday. But tune into pregame and, and we'll make sure that you are you're caught up to date and you know everything that's coming your way. Nice. Shout out to that. Justine, hot performer, Aaron's pregaming shirt. Yep, they're going to be live on nationgear.ca right away. I'll let you know when they're going to be out there. And then if you want to show some loyalty to the show, you get yourself one of these bad boys. I want to show you the back because it's really cool, but it'd be way too awkward for me to turn around right now and try and do that. So leave it up to your imagination. Dan, you've seen it. You saw it. You know it's I cool. have. It's wonderful. It's worth it's worth keeping an eye on nationgear.ca. Keep it locked on that website, people. All right, Daniel. So that does it for our hot and cold performers of the afternoon today. So you know what? Let's look ahead to the sunny, sunny desert on Monday. Another matinee game comes on a holiday. So is it family day for us? Mm -hmm. Yes, correct. And it is and President's Day for Correct them. me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I looked up in the States and it's it's a different holiday for yep. them. But it's like, they get it. Is it President's Day? It is called President's Day, yes. Because at one time, one of their presidents had a birthday on this day. And so they celebrate it every day now. That's why I have Nation Dan on the show right there. He's in a night encyclopedia of more than just hockey knowledge. So they're going to travel to the desert. 
for Monday. We'll be live once again at the Devil's Advocate Bar there down in Scottsdale. So, Daniel, you may score a prediction and an anytime goal scorer. And if you correctly call this, you will be the oily. Oh, that's a lot of pressure to put on me. Um, I, I, I do, I do want to say just before I do this that I do agree with what you're saying about Knobloch. I have, I guess it's maybe just a little bit of me yearning for Woodcroft still. His answers ahead of the game did not give me a ton of confidence into why we're making these decisions to move Perry up to the top line. He just talked about Perry on the top line and then how that second line is good. But we didn't really mention even the bottom six as a head coach. I don't know, whatever. I guess that is what it is. When I go to the the game against Arizona, I just don't know because I don't know what Knobloch is going to do for the lineup. But if I'm going to predict based off of what he did tonight, I will say that we win the game four to two with an empty net goal from Connor Brown. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, the string just shuts down because it just can't take that anymore. <laughs> I put up the other day on pregaming, Dan. I know you, you're a Reddit hockey memes guy, and it's the guy sitting at the table that says Connor Brown won't score tonight. Change my mind. And I'm never going to predict that ever again. But I love the confidence, and I know CB in the chat, he must appreciate that as well. When I look ahead to that game, dude, the Coyotes are falling apart. They're 2-7-1 and one in their last 10. Day game, Oilers, I just think we have their number. And I'm going to try and speak this one into existence. It's going to be a 6-2 Edmonton Oilers victory, and Connor McDavid is going to get on the score sheet it's going to show up for all of us loyal fans who come out and support the big man out in the desert. I think I think he's going to have a good game as well. Connor Brown, he says, thank you for the confidence. And he's given the personal guarantee, I will score on the Coyotes. I'm sure if he does, Brett Holden will be in the chat beforehand, throwing down that he'll get 28 tattooed on his chest. I told him not to tattoo Brown on his chest. We know that the jokes that can be made with that. It just simply doesn't work. Dr. Carpe says, Rocket Boys, bet it now. I'll be waiting just before game time to throw down for Boardsy's bankroll on pre-gaming. Dan, I love you. I appreciate you. You did a great job today. You're filling in yet again. Every time I tell the nation citizens that you're going to be joining me, they're always in the pre-gaming chat like, hell yeah, I want Nation Dan. We love Nation Dan. Just a very lovable, lovable guy, my friend. Well, hey. I love you too, buddy, and I appreciate you lying for me on the air like that. <laughs> My fingers were crossed the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, buddy. But finally, I need to get this final read in as well. Two of them. Come on down to Greta. If you're missing out on the Arizona trip, it was too expensive. It was a holiday weekend. You know, you had other commitments, but you still want to party with the ON crew. Come on down to Greta February 24th as we take on the BOA. Doors open at 7 p.m. Tickets are available at nationgear.ca. Tickets are going to be $20.97 in support of free play for kids. Good food, good prizes, good cause, and, of course, a damn good time. $6 beers, $6 pink Whitney's, $10 Nation nachos, free shot when the Orange and Blue score their first goal. I know a couple people in the chat right now. You were at Greta last time, so why don't you let everybody else in the chat know they should not miss out. You can buy your tickets now at nationgear.ca. Daniel, you'll be coming out. You'll be hanging with the boys, right? You'll come for that one. Are you? BOA, you got it. <laughs> You've got you me got live it. on the air. I haven't asked for permission yet. I haven't asked for permission yet. 
Hey, if you can't make that one, I know another one you're going to be at. Shout out, Greta. It's our favorite event. We do. It's an annual event now. As Oilers Nation invites you to the most magical event we do all season, the second annual brunch for Ben on March 2nd. This special event welcomes attendees of all ages to enjoy an afternoon of fun and excitement at Greta where you can take part in an endless amount of family fun, arcade games, activities, and, of course, cheering on your Edmonton Oilers. So come join us March 2nd. It's going to be a memorable experience. Every ticket purchased is for a good cause. makes a positive impact on the Ben Stelter Foundation. You can get your tickets at nationgear.ca. I believe this one is a day game as well. So come on down. I said, for all the bars in the city, Greta is definitely the most family-friendly because they have so many activities and fun games you could play. I feel like a kid when I'm in that place. So come on down. We know it's for a good cause. We all love Ben. And I can't wait to play La Bamba after that one inside that bar. Daniel, that's why you're the man right there. You know this is a good event. You've been to this one before. Fight like Ben. Ah, the family's going to be there. We're we're going to be we're honored to be able to uh, welcome the Stelters with us this time. I know that some of the extended family was with us last event uh, last year, last season, I should say. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's an absolutely wonderful event in support of you know one of the biggest foundations now in this city, one of the one of the you know benchmark spots. So absolutely wonderful family, an absolute honor for us to be able to put that on for them. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Everybody come on out. Smash the like button if you're going to come to Brunch for Ben as well. And then finally, want to give a shout out to our lovely sponsors, Greta Bar Yeg, Alberta Blue Cross, Betway, 19 plus, please play responsibly, DoorDash. And then finally, if you are in Arizona on Monday, come, Devil's Advocate, come hang with the ON crew, me, Tyler, Liam, Jay, Bag Milk. We're going to be going live. We're going to be answering questions, taking on hot takes. And if you put beers in front of me, I will drink them. That is a personal guarantee. Daniel, I'll see you when I come back, hopefully with a tan. Good luck out there. Wish me safe travels. And everybody, I'll see you Monday afternoon from the desert. Be safe, buddy.